If you want to turn to John chapter 15, when I saw the theme actually for this, I was quite quite pleased because this scripture, John chapter 15 and verse 16, sort of has a bit of a special place with me. I call it the reassurance scripture. And the reason why I say that is because many years ago, about 20 years ago, I was going through a fairly difficult time and um, Pastor Chris Kernahan rang me up, um, just checking to see how I was going, I suppose, and um, a comment that he made to me was that God didn't make a mistake in calling you or choosing you. And that really, really affected me at that particular time. Things were very difficult. I was at a shopping centre and I'm not uh, too proud to say that I actually sat down and burst into tears at that. It was just uh, just an incredible thing for him to say. Just simply that, God didn't make a, a, a mistake in choosing you. And And I've said it to many people over the years, he doesn't. Sometimes we do feel as though we're not worthy or we go through various stuffs and we have all sorts of lines of thinking. But at the end of the day, the scripture tells us and we know that God chose us. And that's just an incredible thing. And so I thought I might have a look at, uh, have a look at this, obviously, as soon as it's the, the theme. I, I had, I actually wrote two talks. One was a sort of a, a Grant Hugo study version. We just go through a whole lot of scriptures and look back into the past and, all sorts of things like that, but I don't, I don't think actually you need to look very back, back very far and look in John, in John 14 and get, read through some stuff there that I think there's some questions that were asked that culminates in this answer in verse 16, which we'll read. It says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And there's a whole range of promises just in that verse. Um, a scripture that came to mind, which I'll just quote for the sake of time, in Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow in as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And that's the word of God. And that's when you line that up with this scripture, it's quite significant, isn't it? That that is what we have inside of us, living an active and Holy Spirit inspired life based on an authoritative word of God. So um, if we just have a look in John 15, just uh, so I'll, I'll just do a dot point type of thing, uh, talk for the sake of time. If you just look at John chapter 15 and verse 5, it says, Jesus says, these are the words of Jesus, as we know. It says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. And um, if we read verse, we're thinking about verse 16 again. It says in, in verse 5, it says, without me you can do nothing. But with him we can. And, with, and the significance is that he chose us. He's chosen us, and as it says in that verse, to bring forth fruit, to be fruitful, to be effective. We are very blessed people that we understand and, and fellowship with a group of people that know the gospel very well, and that is to repent and be baptized, to receive the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We also, as this a part of this assembly, which a lot of Pentecostal-type churches don't do, in my opinion, is they don't teach people how to walk in the Spirit. And these scriptures recognize the significance of this verse 16, recognizing that God is there, that he chose us, and that he has a purpose 
for us to be fruitful and effective, that we can walk in this spirit, that we can overcome the difficulties of this life through these scriptures, through this calling, is a significant thing. It's not easy. It's not easy to go through trials. It's probably hard and probably the harder way in a sense because in a, in a way we don't want to go through stuff like that. We just want it to be easy. But that's not how it's meant to be. It is easy if we keep our eyes on the Lord, but we've got to get through these things. We've got to grow to be effective and fruitful. And that's part of the direction that this fellowship gives us. And it's such a good thing. In Matthew 22, I'll just quote it for the sake of time. It says, many are called, but few are chosen. And my, my way of thinking about it is that people are being called all the time through the gospel, through various people, whether you actually literally say words to people in terms of the gospel message or whether it's the testimony that you show, people are being called. And the chosen are those people that choose to take up what God offers them and he confirms it when he fills them with the Holy Ghost. You have then become chosen is the way I see it. And that's an amazing thing and all the people said so many are called and few are chosen. So in John 15 verse 4, he says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except to abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. And this, these verses connect one with another. The connection that God has made with us by choosing us and connects us to Jesus Christ and him and his way of life, his thinking, his attitudes, his direction, his gospel, all of those things we're a part of that and we're a part of it because these words work for us. We're a part of it because we want to overcome. We're a, we're a part of it because we want to get through our difficulties and share them as testimonies with one another as just as we've heard this day. What a great life it is. Turn to Romans 12, but you can keep your foot or something in John 15 and because uh, we'll go back there. Romans 12. Just as a quick reference, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Our minds are renewed. That's why we're prepared to, to soldier on, as it were. That's why we're prepared to get through our difficulties. That's why we're prepared to help one another to get through these things. So a renewal has gone on in, in us through the, the relationship that we've established with God and the Spirit, and so it all goes on. But through these scriptures, through this book that we read every day, recognising the part in, in going back to John 15, verse 16, he says, recognising the part that he chose us. He chose you, individuals. It's quite humbling when you think about it, isn't it? Of all the people on this planet... And all the people that have their ideas of how to deal with God and how you establish a relationship and all of that, and that's in their court. But at the end of the day, the significance of what we have is through this choosing that God has made of you and I. And we really, all of us, we praise the Lord for that, don't we? John 15 verse 16 also points out that he has ordained us. He set us apart through the Spirit, obviously, to preach the gospel to live this life that that represents Jesus Christ, that lives that we live in such a way that hopefully somebody will say to me, "What is it? What it, say to you? What is it about you? Why are you different?" Lots of people say that to me, but that's just people in the assembly. 
But he has, he's ordained us. In, in Ephesians 2 verse 10, I'll quote, it says, For we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship as we overcome, as we read, as we grow, as we sh- share testimonies, we encourage one another. We're working for him. And it says, Created in Christ under good works, which God hath ordained that we should walk in them. And that's that part of walking in the Spirit, isn't it? Brings us back to uh, John 15 again in verse verse 1 to 8. It talks about abiding in him. And we do through the spirit, through the word, as it grows in us, we abide in him as we live that life. There's a very real connection with us and Jesus Christ because in those verses it refers to, to him as being the vine and us being the branch. We're connected. We're connected to Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 2 verse 8 it says, I'll quote it, It says, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. The infilling of the Holy Ghost is an incredible thing that we have. And just a couple more thoughts. Am I going too fast? No, doesn't matter. Just a couple more thoughts, yes. Just in in terms of a summary, in John 15 verses 9 to 14, it talks about a greatest love. It talks about a love that we have inside of us that we can share with one another, that we have to those people that are out there that don't know it the way we do, that don't and haven't experienced it the way we can and have. That's a great love. It's a love that we have one for another. We have a prayer list and we pray for one another and their difficulties because we love them and all the people says. We don't want to see anybody struggling. So that you can read all this for homework, but just a quick summary. John 15 and verse 11 talks about a fullest joy. I used to think I was enjoying myself in the world, getting drunk and being absolutely stupid and irresponsible, and I thought I was enjoying myself. I've enjoyed myself by far since that time, since the time in 1987 that I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't think I've ever laughed as much as I have. Mostly at you lot, but anyway, that's, that's part of the deal, really, isn't it? That's what you're there for. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that. In John 15, in verses 1 to 8 again, he talks about an abundant fruit. And that really is our focus in terms, and that's why we are a revival fellowship, because we do want to see people saved, don't we? All the people said, I had an opportunity to talk with a lady during the week and had some prayer with her, trying to encourage her and help her to understand this new lifestyle that she can have is an incredible one. It's a peaceful one. It's a, it's a, a life of comfort and joy that John 14 talks about. It's just amazing. We have our difficulties, all of us, but it's a whole lot more worthwhile going through it with the Lord than it is on our own or with some sort of authority, and you praise the Lord for that. Again, John 15, verse 1 to 8, did I say that? And verse 14, John, just the the one referral to John 14 and verse 6, if you'd like to just look at that, it's probably the next page over. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes under the Father but by me. John 14, verse 6. And this is what I was thinking about, you know, with the, with the Grant Hugo version of a talk where Thomas has asked this question, says unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest to how we can know the way. And we know the way, don't we? Filled with the Holy Ghost, we know the way. And that was the answer he, he gave. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes under the Father but by me. And then just one last scripture to uh, to think about. 
Um, Uncle Nicky's Uncle Nick here's favorite scripture, I think. Verse 20. Because he's chosen us, we can look at this verse and say, At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. What an incredible promise. The creator of the heavens and the universe, which the scientists are trying to figure out how big it is, and the more they find, the more they find. You and I are a part of all of that. We know the creator of all of that. And just the last comment that I'll make. It says, the faith required to to abide is not our own doing, it's a gift from God. Through the Holy Ghost we're able to, it's his gift. It's a free will gift. When we pray with people, we explain to them, it's a gift. You don't have to earn the Holy Spirit, otherwise it wouldn't be a gift. And it says, those who trust Jesus with everything will know, (coughs) excuse me, the greatest love, the fullest joy, and the most abundant fruit. And I'll leave it there. And all the people said... 